Hello, Sanford. It's great to be with you. Thank you. It's great to be back. It's a lot of people. You know, our competitor, Sleepy Joe, he had a rally today and practically nobody showed up. I don't know what's going on. Sleepy Joe. But it's great to be back in my home state, Florida, to make my official return to the campaign trail. I am so energized by your prayers and humbled by your support. We've had such incredible support. And here we are. It's, you know, here we are. <laughs> but we're going to finish. We're going to make this country greater than ever before. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We've made tremendous progress. If you look at what we're doing with therapeutics and, frankly, cures, we've made tremendous progress. And I said to my people, we are going to take whatever the hell they gave me and we're going to distribute it around to hospitals and everyone's going to have the same damn thing. We've all endured a lot together, and we are doing better by far than we ever did in 2016. The enthusiasm's greater. The spirit is greater. We're going to have, if it's possible, an even greater and more important victory than we had just four years ago. And nobody ever said this fight was not going to be a hard one, but we will make it like you've never seen before. We are more successful now than we've ever been before. Our military is rebuilt. Take a look at what's going on with our economy. I hate to say to the fake news, we're about to hit another stock market record. 401ks. Sleepy Joe Biden. Not a nice guy, by the way, I have to be honest. Not a nice guy. You know, people say, oh, he's such a nice guy. He had a very bad day today. He had a very bad day. You saw what happened. If I ever had a day like he had today, they'd say it's over. It's over. Now, Biden had a bad day. He forgot Mitt Romney's name. He didn't know what state he was in. And he said... Today, he's a proud Democrat running for the U.S. Senate. No, you can't do it. It's the second time. Can you imagine if I did that? It's great to be with you. It's great to be a wonderful developer from New York. They'd say, he's out of here. Get him out. Now, Biden had a bad day. He's got a lot of bad days coming. Look, look, we can't play games. The one thing I know for sure, President Xi of China did us no favor. President Putin of Russia, you look it around, Kim Jong-un, whatever happened to the war we were supposed to be in with Kim Jong-un, right? Kim Jong-un, they're 100% sharp. We have somebody running who's not 100%, he's not 80%, he's not 60%. We can't have this. As a country, we can't have it. Joe Biden, is also owned by the radical globalists, the wealthy donors, the big money special interests, who shipped away your jobs, shut down your factories, threw open your borders, and ravaged our cities while sacrificing American blood and treasure in this ridiculous 
endless wars, set of endless wars that we've been in for a long time, 19 years. They're all coming back home. You know that, right? They're all coming back home, our great warriors, our great soldiers. The corrupt political class is desperate to regain their power by any means necessary. We're the ones standing in their way. We're the ones standing up for the American worker, the American family, and for the American dream. And that's what we're doing on this beautiful evening. This beautiful evening in Florida. Oh, do I like Florida. Did we win Florida last time? Was that beautiful? We won it. You know, everything I hear, we're winning by a lot. Then you turn on the fake news, they say, the polls are tied in Florida. I don't get it. I don't We had the same thing last year. Remember, four years ago, we had the same thing. We're going to lose Florida, they said four years ago, by five points. They called that thing so early in the evening, we won by a lot. And we're winning by a lot more now than we were four years ago. 22 days from now, we're going to win this state. We're going to win four more years in the White House. We're going to make our country greater than it has ever been before. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And I used to say it in 2016. I'm sorry at the time. I thought it was. These people are crazy. We have to win. Most important we've ever had. Biden has made a corrupt bargain exchange for his party's nomination. He's handed control to the socialists, the Marxists, and the left-wing extremists. And you know that. And he's got no strength left. He's got no power left. He's got nothing going. If he wins the radical left, we'll be running the country. And they're addicted to power. And God help us if they ever got it. Because we would never have the same country again. And you couldn't make a comeback. You don't make comebacks from where they take us. If I do not sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because, frankly, I'm not a politician. I'm embarrassed by the term. And if I don't always play by the rules of Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you, and I fight harder than anybody has ever fought for you. And I had a very nice life before this, I will tell you. A lot easier. But I love this and I would have never, ever changed because we are doing more for this country than any administration has ever done, despite the witch hunts and the phony stuff that we caught them on now. We caught them cold and we'll see what happens with that. Just watch. Stay tuned. Right now, I'm fighting to make sure we eradicate the virus, rebuild the economy and save our country from the radical left. We're hitting record stock market numbers, record 401ks, record stocks, record job numbers. Don't blow it. Don't blow it. Sleepy Joe wants to quadruple your taxes, you know, wants to quadruple. 
How about where he gets caught again? He said, oh, no, we're not going to give a tax increase, but we're going to terminate all of the Trump tax cuts. Well, that's $2,000 plus child tax credits, plus all of the other things. You're talking about six, seven, eight thousand dollars a year. I don't think Florida is going to be paying that per per family. And, you know, if you add energy into that, we have energy at an all time low. We're energy independent. Nobody ever thought that was going to happen. And when you're paying less than two dollars at the pump like you are, nobody ever thought you'd see those days again. And those days are here for a long time if we're smart. We've been beating China. We've been beating everybody. Until the plague came in, we were teaching China like they've never been taught before. And they know it. And they've told me that. And they never thought it could happen. And we're very soon going to be doing it again. We achieved all of this despite the fact that we caught them cold. They were spying on our campaign. It's our campaign. It's our campaign, not my campaign. They were spying on our campaign and illegally trying to take down a very, very straightforward and legally sworn-in administration. We were sworn in. They tried before the fact. They tried after the fact. We were a, an administ- And, you know, then they say, we want to know if you will agree with a friendly transfer of power. For four years, they've been trying to get us out of office. Four years they've been trying to get us out, but we'll take care of it all after the election. We caught them cold. We caught them cold. Bad people. Crooked Hillary. And by the way, Obama and Biden knew everything that was happening, okay? Just in case you had any questions. We'll take care of it after the election. Joe Biden and the Democrat Socialists, but that gives you another reason to go out and vote. We got to get in. Because we don't, they'll just sweep it under the rug. Joe Biden and the Democrat Socialists will kill your jobs, dismantle your police departments, dissolve your borders, you know that, release criminal aliens, confiscate your guns, no more Second Amendment, get used to it, destroy your suburbs, and drive God from the public square. That's what's going to happen. You saw in the Pledge of Allegiance, during the Democrat National Convention, they took the word God out twice. They said, oh, we made a mistake. Excuse me. And then it happened a second time. We said, well, I guess that wasn't a mistake, right? Biden even refuses to answer questions on the packing of the Supreme Court. Nobody even thought of that for many, many, many decades. And that's what they want to do. They can't get there legitimately. So they say, that's all right. We'll just pack the court. We'll put a lot of Super lefties on the court, and we'll have a whole different country. Nope, not going to happen that way. We're not going to let it happen. you got to get out and vote. You know, a lot of people said that I was elected because of the Supreme Court, because I said I'm going to put great conservative constitutionalists, great judges on the Supreme Court. I don't know if it's true. But if it is true, it's more true now than it was four years ago. And you got to get out and vote because they're going to destroy our country and they're going to destroy our U.S. Supreme Court. And we can't let that happen. But who would have thought we're on number three? You know, other presidents have never had any. They've never had any. We're at three already. Three and a half years. And I will say this. I will say this. It's driving them crazy. It's driving them crazy. 
And Amy is fantastic, a great intellect, a great scholar. I think she's going to be a fantastic U.S. Supreme Court justice. As America saw earlier today, in Amy's opening statement in the Senate, Judge Barrett, a brilliant scholar who will defend our laws, our rights, our freedom, and our Constitution like very few people would have the capability of doing. The radical left is hell-bent on destroying everything we love and cherish. They're enraged and unhinged out of vengeance, and nobody can believe what they're doing and where they're going, but we understand it. We understand their cancel culture. We're not letting them cancel culture us at all. We're proud of our country and we're proud of our heritage. They want to punish the middle class, expunge every last trace of traditional values, and replace the American dream with a socialist nightmare. And that's what it is. They want to turn America into communist Cuba or socialist Venezuela and ruin the lives of Hispanic Americans and all Americans. And I want to thank the Hispanic Americans down in Florida. You have been so incredible to Trump. Biden's agenda would be a catastrophe for Florida seniors. And by the way, you know, Biden was a big lover of Castro. You do know that, right? And you know the deal that I broke. You saw that right as I came into office. Obama gave the whole planet away to Castro, and I said, no, thank you. We're not doing that. That's why we just got the Bay of Pigs Award from the Cuban-Americans. Thank you very much, and a lot of them are here. Thank you all very much, Bay of Pigs. For years, Biden tried to cut Social Security and Medicare. You know all about that. Now Biden is pledging mass amnesty and federal health care for illegal aliens. Now, we all have a heart. And we all want to take care of people. But what you're doing is you're telling millions of people to pour up into our country. We're going to give you education. We're going to give you health care. We're going to give you everything. We can't do it. We can't afford it. We can't take care of our own people. We have to take care of our people first. And if they let that happen, you would be decimating Medicare and destroying your Social Security. While I'm president, no one will touch your Medicare. No one will touch or hurt in any way, shape, or form your Social Security. With your vote, I will finish building the strongest economy the world has ever seen. And we were there. Last year was the greatest year in the history of the state of Florida. And I have to say, it was practically that way for almost every state in the union. But it was Florida's best year. The year coming is going to be, and you're going to see a great third quarter set of numbers coming out very soon, just before the election. So I'm putting myself on the spot. The third quarter numbers are going to be record-setting, phenomenal numbers. Next year is going to be the best year we've ever had economically. But as I've done from the beginning, I will keep every promise and I will always put America first. You haven't heard that, right? You haven't heard that from other people. Under my leadership, we're delivering a safe vaccine and a rapid recovery like nobody can even believe. And if you look at our upward path, 
No country in the world has recovered the way we've recovered economically or otherwise. Not even close. And if you vote for me, prosperity will surge. Normal life, that's all we want. We want a normal life. We'll fully resume. And the Florida tourism and hospitality industries that I know so well will reach historic new highs. Highs like they've never reached before. Biden would terminate our recovery, delay the vaccine, prolong the pandemic, and annihilate Florida's economy with a draconian, unscientific lockdown. That's what he wants to do, lock it down. Lock it down, everybody. And you know what? If you don't feel good about going out, stay. Relax, stay. You know the risk groups, you know the older people. See, fortunately, I'm not an old person. I'm very young and I'm in such perfect shape. Right? I'm in such great shape. You know, I said that the other day. What are you doing? I said, well, I'm very young and I'm in great shape, perfect shape. And they said, Donald Trump misrepresented today again. He said he was in great shape, but he's very young. These people are the sickest of them all. <laughs> but the World Health Organization, did you see what happened? They just came out a little while ago. And they admitted that Donald Trump was right. The lockdowns are doing tremendous damage to these Democrat-run states where they're locked down, sealed up, suicide rates, drug rates, alcoholism, death by so many different forms. You can't do that. And I want to just congratulate the governor and everybody in Florida. You're open and open for business and doing great. And we got to remember, I said it right at the beginning, the cure cannot be worse than the problem itself can. The cure cannot be worse. But if you don't feel good about it, if you want to stay, stay. Relax, stay. But if you want to get out there, get out. One thing with me, the nice part, I went through it. Now they say I'm immune. I can feel, I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and them. Everybody, I'll just give you a big fat kiss. No, but there is something nice. I don't have to be locked up in my basement, and I wouldn't allow that to happen anyway. I wouldn't allow it to happen. When you're the president, you can't lock yourself in a basement and say, I'm not going to bother with the world. You got to get out, and it's risky. It's risky, but you got to get out. But it does give you a good, uh, a good feeling when you can beat something and now they say you're immune. I don't know for how long. Some people say for life. Some people say for four months. I mean, every time I think about it, every time I hear them, it gets shorter and shorter and shorter because they want it to be as bad as possible. But it's, uh, it is a great feeling. I want to thank, by the way, Walter Reed Medical Hospital, Johns Hopkins. These guys are incredible. You know, we're 90% better now than we were six, seven months ago in terms of a cure for people that get really sick. 90%. It's incredible what, uh, what's happened. And with children, it's 99.9%. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. 99.9. They have a little better immune systems. We just learned that. Better than you have, right? Better than we all have. But we love our children. But we have to get our schools open. We have to get our businesses going back. We have to get our country rolling. And it is rolling. You're going to see that when the numbers come out. The Biden virus plan. And you got to remember, he took H1N1, which he always calls N1H1. He gets it mixed up. I said, no, Joe. 
H comes first. But it's called the swine flu, right? And his own person, his chief of staff, said that he w- it was a disaster the way they ran it, a much less lethal problem, but a disaster the way they ran it, a total catastrophe. It was so bad. It was so bad. And then he says, I'm going to tell him what to do. But when I locked down China, he thought it was a terrible thing. He called me xenophobic, right? When I locked down China, which was in January, months earlier than what he said, then ultimately admitted I'm right. But then he said, oh, he should have acted faster. Well, this was months later. Then he says I should have acted fast. Nobody acted fast like I did. I also shut down lockdown Europe, if you remember. And the bottom line is we saved millions of lives. When this first came out, if we didn't do a good job, they predicted 2.2 million people would die. We're 210,000. We shouldn't be at one. It's China's fault. They allowed this to happen. They allowed to escape. They allowed it to escape China. But 2.2 million people would have died. Just remember that. Just remember that. A fact they don't like talking about. I have such respect for the people of this country, the way they've handled it. It's been an incredible, it's been an incredible love fest together. That's really what it's been. And sympathies from all of us to those people who, whose family members have died, whose friends. I've lost friends. I've lost friends. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You're going to love me even more. You're going to love me even more because we're years ahead on vaccines and they're going to be distributed very shortly. I mean, frankly, it's a big political deal going on where they don't want it to be before the election. Don't let it be. But we have great vaccines coming. Johnson and Johnson, Moderna, Pfizer. I mean, we have great, great things happening with the vaccines. I think even greater with the cures and with the therapeutics. And uh, maybe it's why I'm here with you. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I know one thing. I was very happy to take it, that I can tell you. But through Operation Warp Speed, we're on track to have 100 million vaccine doses before the end of this year. And they'll be delivered by the military and they're all set to go. They're waiting for it, waiting for final approval. And that vaccine will end the pandemic, but we're also launching a historic effort to bring your medical supply chains back home. In 1996, Joe Biden voted to obliterate Puerto Rico's thriving pharmaceutical industry. Remember, they used to have a great pharmaceutical industry. He cut it out. And when he cut it out, he sent Puerto Rico into a a nosedive like nobody's ever seen before. So we're bringing it all back and we're bringing it back to Florida, too. We're bringing it all the way back. Taking our jobs away from China. We're bringing them back from China. I'll reverse Biden's catastrophic decision. We'll bring it all back. The drug industry is coming back into Puerto Rico, coming back into, by the way, Pennsylvania, coming back into North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, coming back into Michigan, coming back into Ohio. We're bringing it all back. Last month, I also announced an additional $13 billion in disaster relief for Puerto Rico and for Florida. Have I taken care of Florida? Hey, have I taken care of Florida? My administration's allocated over $60 billion 
And if you look at Florida, where you're great governors, your last two governors have been great, your two senators, great. They're always calling and asking for money, but I guess that's what they're supposed to be doing. And I'm always giving it when it comes to Florida. The panhandle got hit really hard over the last two years. We took care of the panhandle. So days ago, I was honored to receive the endorsement of the governor of Puerto Rico. Can you believe that? Right? Wanda Vasquez Garcet. And she was so nice. They were also joined by several great Puerto Rican community leaders, Jay Rosario, Gabe Ruiz, Daisy Lopez-Sid, Myra Guzman, Coslo, and candidate for Congress, Dr. Leo Valentin, please. Where are you? I'm not going to say the best, but I'm just about the best thing that ever happened to Puerto Rico. You better vote for me, Puerto Rico. You better vote for me. But I'll always be fighting for Puerto Rico. It's very unfair the way they were treated by Democrats. And while Biden will surrender your jobs to China, your country and your fellow politicians, and I have a lot of great ones right here, including your governor. But we're never going to surround. We will never allow ourselves to even think about surrendering to the left-wing mob. They're on the run. They're on the run. Better not have them have a little bit of a victory, because if they have even a little victory, it's not going to be good. I'm bringing our jobs back home and putting violent criminals behind bars. I'm working with your political leaders. We've also directed the FBI to immediately investigate the destruction of the Teddy Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln statues in Portland and to prosecute the offenders to the fullest extent of federal law. Biden supporters are causing mayhem in the streets. If he wins, there will be nothing but bedlam all over the place, but he's not going to win if he won. He may be the worst presidential candidate in history, and I got him. I got him. It actually puts more pressure on you. If you ran against a great candidate, there's actually less pressure. You want to know the truth. Thank you. Thank you. Now we want to keep our country great. We're bringing it to a level that it's never been. Our military has equipment, the likes of which Nobody has ever seen, no country has ever seen, all made in the USA, rockets, missiles, tanks, ships, the likes of which jet fighters, bombers, tankers, the likes of which no country has ever seen before. Our nuclear arsenal is the strongest by far in the world, the strongest it's ever been. And hope to God we never have to even think about using it. And the way you won't have to use it is to have it. At our debate, Biden could not name a single law enforcement organization that supports him, not one. And that's because, and by the way, did Vice President Mike Pence do a great job? Did a great job. But it's because Biden and Harris, that's another great one. 
There was nobody so mean to Biden than her. Nobody. And so brilliantly, I said he can't pick her because nobody treated him as badly. Although I will say this, uh, had Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren got out prior to Super Tuesday, we would have had Bernie instead. But I'd rather have Biden because he's now alienated the left. He's alienated the right. Nobody knows what the hell he stands for. How about Pennsylvania? He goes to Pennsylvania. For a year and a half, he's against fracking. The day he gets the nomination, through a little luck, because she didn't get out, so she took all of Bernie's votes, right? But gets the nomination. The following day, he said, I'm in favor of fracking. But he's not. And it doesn't matter, because the radical left will never let Pennsylvania and Texas and Oklahoma and North Dakota and, and Ohio never let them frack. That's over with. But can you imagine? And the press, you know, which is fake and corrupt, the press never said, have you ever heard a mask? No, have you ever heard a mask once? Well, wait a minute. For one year, you said there will be no fracking. And he said it strongly, right? You know, read my lips, right? To use an old expression. Read my lips, there will be no fracking. That didn't work out too well. So now he goes and he says, there will be fracking. Not once have I asked, have I heard the question, not once have I asked why Hunter was able to take three and a half million dollars from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Not once have I heard these frauds back there. Not once have I heard the fake news. Not once have I heard them say, a billion dollars? If you don't change that prosecutor, you're not getting the billion dollars. And then he goes, whoa, the prosecutor was changed. The prosecutor against his son. Not once have I heard them talking about that question. Can you imagine if we did that? And on top of everything else, the Democrat Party declared war on our great police and law enforcement. That's what it is. So I proudly received the endorsements of the Fraternal Order of Police, the National Association of Police Organizations, the National Troopers Coalition, the International Union of Police Associations, the National Latino Police Officers Association, the Florida Police Chiefs, and all of these incredible organizations, plus all over the country. And when I asked them, name one organization, give me one organization during our debate where he was saved by the moderator about four times. He couldn't answer it. Name one law enforcement organization. He couldn't name one. Then I said, say the words law enforcement. Just say it. Couldn't do it. He couldn't say it.
We're joined tonight by a great group of people, warriors, really warriors. He came to me a couple of years ago. He said, sir, I want to run for governor. I said, Ron, I don't know. Do they know you well enough? But he was a great defender and a brilliant guy. Harvard, Yale, top of his class, smart as hell. Nobody knows how smart. Don't tell too many people. He likes to catch you by surprise. But he's a great, great guy, and he's been a great friend. I said, all right, I'll endorse you. I endorsed him, and the rest, he went like a rocket ship, and he handled the pressure. And, and his wife, Casey, is better than him. I've been saying it for a long time. Governor Ron DeSantis in case. Great guy. Great, great couple. Great, great couple. Smart, brilliant. Sit down, please. Uh, really just a great, they're a great group of people. Those people are great, and he surrounds himself with incredible people, with the exception, of course, of Representative Matt Gates. Oh, Matt Gates. You talk about a warrior, right? Ron, what do you think, huh? Matt Gates is a great man, a great gentleman, and what a future he has. I don't know if I'd swap it, but I think I might. Great chat. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you both for being here. Appreciate it. John Rutherford. Where's John? John. Thank you, John. Mike Waltz. Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Nice couple. Gus Bilarakis. Gus. Congressional candidate, somebody who's supposed to be potentially a superstar. Now, we've heard that a lot. Sometimes it works out. It's going to, in his case, Scott Franklin. Scott. Thank you. Oh, he's got the look. He could be. That's good. That's good. Hear good things, Scott. Going well. How's he doing? Ron, he's doing good. Ron says you're doing good. Good. You got to win it. Thank you, Scott, very much. Uh, Kimberly, where's Kimberly? Kimberly, thank you. I watched you coming in speaking. I said, that's a lot to follow. Kimberly is great. I want to thank Kimberly. And finally, we're joined by a group of amazing supporters who recently walked away from the Democrats and will be voting for us. We have a lot of them. A lot of them. And a lot of them in law enforcement. A lot of law enforcement. They were Democrats. In some cases, they left their parties. In other cases, they just said, no, we're voting for Trump. I said, why are you doing that? We have no choice. I said, you're right. You're right. But nobody's been better to law enforcement than I have. You know, when I first came in, we gave away hundreds of millions of dollars of military equipment that was in storage. Wasn't doing anybody any good. It was collecting dust, probably paying rent all over the place. That's probably why they had it, come to think of it. Well, look how far that crowd goes back. Hey, hey, cameras, will you please? Oh, man, look at that. That's, that's into those hangers. Wow. You know, these are the real polls. So when did you hear about this meeting? Like a day ago? These are the real polls, right? 
The other guy gets out there and he's, they work and work and work and 30 people show up, they put them in those crazy circles, right? They only have the circles because that's the only way they can fill up the room. It's true. But that's a fantastic group of people. Thank you. Same thing over here. I wish the fake news would turn the cameras. You know, uh, for a long time, I didn't think the cameras moved that way. But then any time there was a little sign of problems, they could twist around like a pretzel. And I realized they could. But they don't like to show those crowds. But that is a massive amount. I don't know how many people are here, but you got a lot. I want to thank you. So this evening, we're also praying for all of the families on the Florida panhandle affected by Hurricane Sally. And I will tell you, Ron and Marco and everybody, I'll tell you, Rick, everybody's been calling and calling. Matt Gates has been going, driving us a little crazy. Matt, you could take it a little easy. But that's what somebody that's good is supposed to do, right? You're supposed to call. But we take care of the panhandle, and we're doing it at a level that's never been done before. And I've done it, I think I can say, right from the beginning, right? I tell the story about Ron DeSantis. He came to see me. He just became governor. We had a hurricane. Sir, thank you very much for the money you sent to the panhandle in Florida. I appreciate it. Good, Ron. Good. I hope it's enough. Good. Spend it well. I get a call like three days later. Sir, could I see you? Now I'm in Washington. I say, you don't have to come up. Tell me. No, no, no. It's very important. Sir, comes into the Oval Office. Sir, could we have an extra $500 million? I said, Ron, will it ever end, Ron? And one thing I found out, it never ends for the panhandle and for Ron, but we take care of it. Right, Ron? We take care of it. Uh, great, great people. You have great people. They're warriors. I'll tell you, they're warriors. They're fighters. We need more people like that, I will tell you. Last month, I approved a major disaster declaration for the state of Florida. And I'll be with you through every step of the rebuilding. And you'll be hit with others. The one thing we know about Florida, you're very good at this stuff. You get hit by hurricanes and you rebuild. And you rebuild fast. And it's incredible. I've watched. I've watched. And you don't want much help either. You're proud people. You're incredible people. You put it back together. But we're there for you all the way, and we're there monetarily, and we're there with FEMA. And I think, Ron, FEMA's been incredible, haven't they? Right? Yeah, they've been incredible. Thank you to FEMA. We have a lot of FEMA people here, right over there. We've spent the last four years reversing the damage Biden has inflicted over the last 47 years with that ridiculous, dumb thought, NAFTA, TPP and China's entry into the World Trade Organization, a disaster for our country. You know, China is considered a developing nation. I stopped that. China is considered a developing In other words, China, they're so wonderful, they're developing. Isn't that nice? Now, by being a developing nation, they get much more benefits than a nation that's not a developing. So I said, well, we're a developing nation, too, if they're a developing nation. And we just won, you know this, we just won seven and a half billion dollars from the World Trade Organization. Just won. And from the World Health Organization, I took us out. They said, why'd you do that? I said, number one, they were wrong on everything, although they corrected themselves today and they said I was right or the lockdowns. But I said, number two, why are we paying 500 million a year? And China, which has 1.4 billion people, is paying 39 million a year. Explain that. They couldn't explain it. It was very hard to explain. So I took us out for that and other reasons, okay? So we'll see what happens with that. 
But these are the deals. I could go over hundreds of different things with you and just common sense. I mean, common sense, what, what we do. Think of it. World Health Organization. We spend, we have 325 million people. We spend $500 million. China spends $39 million. And China dominates them. I said, does it work that way anymore? Does it work that way anymore? They'll take us back in so fast at much less money. For decades, our politicians spent trillions and trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending foreign borders. But now we are finally protecting our nation, rebuilding our cities, and we are bringing our jobs and our factory and our troops back home to the USA. But those dismal days of betrayal, and that's what we were. We were betrayed by our own politicians, whether it was on purpose or that they were just plain stupid. We'll come back with unprecedented force if Washington Democrats are allowed to take control again. We can't let it happen. You have got to get out and vote. Sleepy Joe Biden, and it wasn't him, it's the people that control him, he's controlled totally, has put forward the most radical platform in American history, including a plan to eliminate U.S. borders. Oh, that's wonderful. Where's our border? We don't have one. Just come in, everybody. Come on in. Come on in, everybody. If you're a murderer, if you're a rapist, if you're very, very sick with a disease that can spread all over, just come on in. Now, you know, we're up to almost 400 miles of wall. Nobody talks about that anymore. And we now have the tightest, safest border in our country's history. But we're up to almost 400 miles. It'll be finished very soon. And it's top of the line. It's exactly what Border Patrol wanted. But by implementing nationwide catch and release, imposing deadly sanctuary cities, Nationwide, nationwide, they want sanctuary cities. That's what they want. I don't even think, I'll tell you, I know a lot of people in California, they don't want sanctuary cities. It's like the politicians want it. I don't think the people want it. But they want to suspend all removals of illegals out of our country, whether they're murderers, rapists, thugs, bank robbers. They don't care. They want it suspended. You almost say, where the hell are they coming from? Where does it even, where does the thought process come? It's demented. It would mean the total nullification of all U.S. borders, overwhelming every city and town in America, including this wonderful place that we all love very much. Under my leadership, we achieved the most secure border in U.S. history, and we're finishing that wall. It's going to be finished and so beautiful. Wait till you see that. Wait till you see that. A few more months. We're doing 10 miles a day. And by the way, Mexico is paying. They hate to say it. Mexico is paying for it. And Mexico has been great. You know, Mexico has 27,000 of their soldiers on our border. And I said, you have to do that. Otherwise, we're going to have to charge you tariffs because we're not going to stand for it when people are pouring into our... And we have the worst laws because Congress over the years has made it so weak. If you're a soldier and you talk rudely to somebody, they end up giving you the electric chair. Okay? It's so horrible. Mexico has been great. 27,000 soldiers we have. See, 27. Now, the electric chair comment, they'll put that 
He's exaggerating. He shouldn't do that. They are sick people. But it is true. We have 27,000 Mexican soldiers guarding our border. And you know what? They don't play games. They don't let them through. And if they do let them through, we get very angry with Mexico. So Mexico has been great. The president of Mexico has been great. We're putting a border tax on for cars and trucks to go across. It'll much more than pay for our wall starting soon. Remember when the old days we used to say, we'll build the wall, everybody thought there was no way. You know, it's one of the largest projects in the history of our country, because you're talking about a lot of miles. 540 miles, and then we may even add some more into other areas where you probably, you know, you have natural barriers like mountains and rivers and a lot of other pretty tough areas. But we may even add some more. We're doing so great with it. Ten miles a day, and I want to thank the Army Corps of Engineers. You've been incredible. Some of them are here. They're very proud people. One thing with the Army Corps, they may build it a little expensive, but you can't rip that sucker down. It never comes down. That'll never come down. We ended the catch and release ridiculous program where you catch somebody, you take their name and then you release them and you say, come back in three years to a court case. And nobody ever comes back, except for the really dumb ones, they come back on occasion. But nobody ever comes back. They're in our country and they could be murderers and they could be all sorts of problems and uh, we're not having that. We ended it. We stopped asylum fraud and we've deported 20,000 gang members, including MS-13. Brought them back to their country. We brought them back to their country. We've now deported over half a million criminal illegal aliens. Think of that. Think of that. And outside of poorly run Democrat states and cities, you don't have crime in this country. This our country is doing fantastically. And I call up governors in Portland, and I call up from the state, and I call up the governor as an example, Oregon. I say, we'd love to send some people to help you out with Oregon and to help you out with Portland. We'll solve the problem in a half an hour, like we did in Minnesota with Minneapolis. We'll solve the problem quickly. Remember, Minneapolis was burning down day after day, and I'd call, let us come in, let us come in. Anyway, they finally came in. How long did it take? About a half an hour. Remember the beautiful scene? They lined up. They weren't socially distanced, but that's okay. They lined up, then another line, another line. Then they just walked forward, and that was the end of that. And I think we're going to win the state of Minnesota because of it, I think. Hasn't been won since 1972, but it's looking like we're going to win Minnesota because of it, because nobody, I mean, what they did. But I give the governor credit, at least even though it was too long, he let us. In Oregon, we have to send in the troops. We will solve that problem in 30 minutes. We sent in the U.S. Marshals recently when the man, this horrible human being, shot somebody and killed him in the middle of the street. Two days went by, three days went by. I said, why hasn't he been arrested? We sent in the U.S. Marshals. In 15 minutes, it was all over. 15 minutes. It'd be so easy to do. I mean, can you imagine these people? For years and years, it's been, uh, it's been anarchy in Portland. For years and years. But not for the Republicans. This is why you cannot have the Democrats and that whole philosophy, that whole craziness. You cannot have them involved in running your country. We invested $2.5 trillion in the U.S. military, including funding to save Tyndall Air Force Base. 
There's, who comes? Who knows Tyndall? Who is the first? Okay, well, not that big a group. That's not like a big group. I can tell you, if you were in the panhandle, you'd be saying, thank you very much. It was wiped out by the hurricane, and Ron called, and a number of people called, and uh, Marco called, uh, Rick Scott called. They all called. They wanted to save Tyndall, and we did it, and now it's brand new, gorgeous, and really moving along well, right? We did a good job there? I think so. We launched the first new branch of the U.S. Armed Forces in nearly 75 years called Space Force. Very important. You know, for an administration, if you think of it, so not for 75 years, we've created a new force, right? The Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. So think of it, Coast Guard. And now we just created a new force, first time in 75 years. If I did nothing but that, that's a big deal. And that's peanuts. That's peanuts. Because we built the greatest economy in history. We cut taxes more than any other president by far in history. We cut regulations, which I think is maybe just as important as the taxes. That's why our businesses are roaring back. We've done things that nobody else has done. Nobody else has. And these people back here, they don't even challenge me on it, which is shocking. Usually you'd think they'd challenge you, even if they're wrong. I also brought back NASA, the greatest space center again in the world. And we pass VA choice and VA accountability for our great vets. Right? And we just got a 91% approval rating, Ron. 91% approval rating by the vets on the way we're running it. Never happened before. That's never happened before, Rick. Never happened before. We killed the leader of ISIS who was trying to reform ISIS because we blew it into oblivion. We killed al-Baghdadi. They were looking for him for years and years and years. Guess who got him? We took out the world's number one terrorist and the mass murder of American troops and many, many people all over the world. Qasim Soleimani, he's dead, gone. I withdrew from the last administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal, which was a catastrophe. President Obama, give us $150 billion and we'll give you nothing. Give us $1.8 billion in green, in cash. He gave him $1.8 billion in cash. That's when I realized how powerful the presidency is, when you can do that. What a horrible deal. But we broke the deal, and I'll tell you, probably the first call I'll get after we win the election will be from Iran dying to make a deal because they're down 28% GDP. Nobody has ever heard of a thing like that. That'll be the first call I get. They cannot have a nuclear weapon. I kept my promise, recognized the true capital of Israel, and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem. And every president promised to do it. Every president said they were going to do that for many, many decades. They all were going to do that. Nobody did it because once they got in office, there was a lot of pressure on you not to do it. I could tell you I was called by every foreign leader. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. I told the story. I said, listen, uh, tell them I'll call them back in a couple of days. Then I did it. I called them back. Hey, what's up? I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. 52 years they've been working on that. 
They've been working on that for 52 years. They couldn't get anything. Every year, people would fly in, stay, wine, dine, have a good time, and leave. Nothing would happen. 52 years, I got it done in one day. And instead of these, instead of these endless wars, we're forging peace in the Middle East and peace without blood all over the sand. And you see what's happening. In fact, a, a point that they didn't report, I re, I've been, I guess, three or four, maybe now. Nobel Peace Prizes, can you believe it? Four, three. I told the story, I told my wife, oh, we're going to have a great time, we're going to watch television. I just got nominated for the Nobel Prize. And then I turned on the fake news, story after story. They talk about your weather in the panhandle run. They talk about this, they talk story after story, no mention. Remember when Obama got it right at the beginning and he didn't even know why he got it? It was the biggest story you've ever seen. The last administration made a pathetic one-sided deal with the Castro dictatorship that betrayed the Cuban people and enriched the communist regime. They're not enriched any longer. My opponent stands with socialists and communists. He wants to give everything away to Cuba. He wants to give it away to Nicaragua and Venezuela. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I stand with the people of Cuba and Nicaragua and Venezuela in their righteous struggle for freedom. The last administration also negotiated the terrible Obama-Biden-Santos deal with Colombian drug cartels. They surrendered the narco-terrorists. They surrendered, totally gave up to them. And that caused illicit drug and illicit drugs all over this country. Joe Biden even received the endorsement of Colombian socialist Gustavo Petro, a former member of the M-19 guerrilla organization. And he took it because you know why? He didn't know who the hell it was. He said, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take whoever. He said, no, he's a bad guy, Joe. He's actually a bad guy. Under my administration, we worked with Colombian officials to seize or disrupt 227 metric tons of poisonous narcotics since April. And we're doing fantastically in terms of bringing it down. 19% reduction. My heart will always be with the Colombian people and the people from Cuba and the people from Venezuela and Nicaragua and all of the people that are so unfairly treated. And you'll see a lot of great things happen. I did more in 47 months than Joe Biden did in 47 years. It's true. And now he's pushing the most far left agenda ever put forward by a presidential nominee or candidate. The Biden plan would destroy Social Security and destroy protections for pre-existing conditions. You're going to have nothing left. This crazy new Green New Deal. The Green New Deal. I mean, what's that all about? Biden's running mate sponsored the Green New Deal and the socialist health care takeover. You're going to have socialist health care. You don't feel well. OK, go to the hospital. Stand there for about four weeks. They'll shut down American energy, shut down fracking and outlaw the private health insurance plans of over 180 million Americans who love those plans. Biden vowed to terminate our travel bans on jihadist regions and surge refugee admissions. He agreed to this with crazy Bernie Sanders. 
He's going to surge admissions into our country by agreed number 700%. No, thank you. Opening the floodgates to radical Islamic terrorism. And I don't like to speak too loud, but we're not doing too badly, are we? How do you know that? He'll ban school choice. He'll ban charter schools. And he'll ban Florida Opportunity Scholarships, which is a big deal, Ron. A big deal. He wants to put them out of business, Ron. In a second term, I'll provide school choice to every parent in America. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and a limitless future for all Americans. And I just have to say in conclusion, over the next four years, we will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world, and we will end our reliance on China once and for all. It's ending. We will hire more police, increase penalties for assaults on law enforcement, and we will ban deadly sanctuary cities, which you're already doing in Florida. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep and bear arms, your Second Amendment. We will strike down terrorists who threaten our citizens, and we will keep America out of these ridiculous, horrible, and very, very stupid foreign wars against countries that you've never even heard of. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might, and we will ensure peace through strength. We will end surprise medical billing, require price transparency. It's already signed and it takes place on January 1st and further reduce the cost of prescription drugs by 50, 60, 70, and even 80%. We will strongly protect Medicare and Social Security and we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. Always. Republicans will always protect. America will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to land an astronaut on Mars, and it's going to be very soon. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. teach our children to love our country, to honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, in God we trust. For years you had a president who apologized for America. 
Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great people of Florida. So get out there and vote. Send in your absentee ballot if you've requested one. Be very careful. A lot of shenanigans going on. You see what's happening every day you're reading it. In-person early voting begins next week. So get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors and get out and vote. You have no choice. You have to do it. True, you got to do it. We're going to win Florida big. We're going to win a lot of states big. We're leading in Arizona. We're leading in Nevada. We think we're leading in Pennsylvania. We're leading in North Carolina. We're leading all over the place. We got to have this be a big win from Tampa to Tallahassee, from Pensacola to Miami, and from Jacksonville to right here in Sanford. We stand on the shoulders of Florida patriots who gave their blood, sweat, and tears for this beloved nation. We stand on the shoulders of American heroes who crossed the oceans, blazed the trails, settled the continent, tamed the wilderness, laid down the railroads, dug out the Panama Canal, raised up the skyscrapers, won two world wars, defeated fascism and communism, and from here, in this beautiful state, landed our brave American astronauts on the face of the moon. We made America into the single greatest nation in the history of the world, and the best is yet to come. Proud citizens like you helped build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We're returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting, and we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. And when Ron DeSantis comes to my office in Washington, the magnificent Oval Office, and he says to me, sir, sir, the people of Florida, they've won too much. They're getting tired of winning. I'm going to look at him and going to say, Mr. Governor, go back and tell him, don't worry about it. You're going to keep on winning, winning, winning. That's what they want to do. We're going to keep on winning, winning, winning. Because we're one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Florida, we have made America wealthy again. We have made America strong again. We have made America proud again. And we will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Florida. Thank you very much. Thank you.